Welcome to the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, online nutritionist, weight loss coach, and hormone fixer-upper. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of information and inspiration, sharing with you simple and effective strategies from health, wealth, and all things personal growth. Get ready to become the master of your hormones and experience vibrant health to live a life of more power and possibility. Welcome back, ladies. I hope your day is off to an amazing start. If you are new here, welcome. We've got lots of newbies tuning into the podcast, and I'm so excited to welcome you into this community. I am Samantha Gladish, the host of the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast and the face behind Holistic Wellness, holisticwellness.ca. If you follow me over on Instagram at holisticwellnessfoodie, uh, you probably see that I post all kinds of delicious recipes and all kinds of amazing hormone information and education on thyroid health, PCOS, metabolic health, and just hormones in general and health and wellness in general. And over on our website, if you're looking for some one-on-one support, we've got our Dutch hormone program. If you are interested in diving deeper into testing hormones and really getting on a strategic plan and protocol to address hormonal imbalances, we address lifestyle, nutrition, supplementation, and uh, you can work with our team over there at holisticwellness.ca. In fact, if you're specifically interested in the Dutch hormone program, head to holisticwellness.ca forward slash Dutch program, and you can learn more about testing and what the three-month program actually looks like. And when you join us in that program, you now get complete access to the Healthy Hormones for Women online program. So that is a six-week program that you can absolutely take on your own. And I dive into different modules throughout those six weeks on liver health and liver detoxification, gut health, blood sugar balance, thyroid health, adrenals, all of the things. Um, But you actually get complete access to that when you work with us in the Dutch Hormone Program, the one-on-one program, because we really want to have Make sure that you have a healthy educational foundation about the basics of what it means to optimize your health and your hormones. And that's also why this podcast is here, to really educate you on a lot of the foundational elements and basics that are going to take your health and your hormones to the next level. So if you're interested in any of that, head on over to the website and um, you can learn more there. You can also connect with myself on Instagram at Holistic Wellness Foodie. And not only do I dive into all things nutrition, of course, that's a huge passion of mine, but I'm also a business strategist and business mentor. You can follow me over on Instagram at Samantha underscore Gladish. If you are an entrepreneur, perhaps you are thinking about starting your own business you're a practitioner or nutritionist or an online service provider or coach, and you want to start your online business, I know what it's like to start an online business from scratch. I started my business with literally $4,000 in my bank account had no idea what I was doing. And uh, there is a podcast episode, quite a few episodes back. You can always scroll back and find that episode where I kind of give you a behind the scenes on my journey of starting my business and brand and what that all looked like and all the ups and downs that come with that. And uh, I wouldn't change it for for a thing. I wouldn't change it for the world. It's It's been an amazing journey. And you know, growing a business and brand over the years of growing a business and brand, it's just become a huge passion of mine to support other women in this area and to help other women really stand in their power and own their power as a coach and as a leader and to be able to build a business that they love and make an incredible income doing what they love and serving and helping other people globally. So I'm really excited for that. I do run an eight-month business mentorship program and soon 
soon, very soon. My new website will be up um, under samanthagladish.com and that will uh, basically focus on all of the business entrepreneurial side of things if anyone's interested in working with me in that realm. Okay, so before we dive into our episode today, we're diving into the six healthy hormone must-haves and I'm really excited for this one. Really basic foundational things that I often think we forget about. And I really wanted to kind of do a bit of a review and perhaps for some of you, this is very new. So I just want to dive into these six must-haves. And I mean, honestly, when I was sitting down to trying to think of what are like the must-haves for healthy hormones, there's so many things I was coming up with, but I really wanted to refine it and, and just kind of keep it simple so that, um, you know, simple for you to implement. That's what it comes down to. Of course, there's a million elements that make up our health, our wellness, and our lifestyle and all of that. And um, it can get overwhelming, right? And so I don't want this to be overwhelming for you. I wanted to simplify it into some simple strategies. And just when it comes to starting on your health and hormone journey and balancing your hormones and just optimizing health in general, I I know it can be confusing and overwhelming and there's so much conflicting information out there and so many different diets to follow and all of the things. And so if you're sort of new to this journey, here are some foundational things for you to dive into. And perhaps maybe you've already been on this journey for quite some time. Maybe this is a bit of a refresher and these might be some areas that I'm sharing today that maybe you haven't dove into just yet and it now is time to kind of up level in that one specific area. So I'll dive into that in just a second and we'll get started. I wanted to share the smoothie that I made this morning. I'm actually still drinking it right now. It's so delicious. And I was sharing this over on Instagram and I get a ton of questions about the taste um, and the different proteins that I'm using and how does it actually taste? Is it chalky and all of that? So I thought, let me come on here and just talk about the smoothie that I made and the ingredients and the products and everything that I was using. So I made a blueberry banana smoothie and it's typically something that I like to drink post-workout. So after I've worked out, it's um, just a nice way to replenish my body, get that good protein in, get a little bit of carbohydrate in there from the fruit. And so I mix some coconut milk. I like to do a combination of coconut milk and water. I don't just overdo it with a ton of coconut milk. I kind of do like half and half. So coconut milk, coconut, um, I'm sorry, coconut milk and water. So that's my liquid base. And then I add in a little bit of almond butter and sometimes it's cashew butter or something like that, but definitely some nut butter or sunflower seed butter. Today I use some almond butter. And then I put in literally just like a small chunk of banana because I love that little sweetness. And it's also really good post-workout for potassium and electrolytes. And I put in some wild frozen blueberries, And then the products that I added in there, the protein, I've been using the doTERRA plant protein and I really, really quite like it. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I really like the Designs for Health. They're their pure paleo protein. That is the one that I really, really love. And I've been using that for a really long time. It is a beef isolate. So I love it. And you might be like, ew, beef, that probably tastes really gross. And no, trust me, it does not. Um, it doesn't taste gross at all. And it's... Um, it's, I love the chocolate one. That's the one that I always use. And it's really quite frothy and, and just really delicious. So that's the one that I always use. But I've just been using it a lot 
and I wanted to just change up my protein sources. And so I haven't really found like a plant-based one that I love because I find so many of them are just super chalky. So doTERRA released some new nutritional products a couple of weeks ago, and I decided, okay, I'm going to give their vegan protein a try. So it's a blend of pea protein, brown rice, pumpkin seed, sacha inchi, and flaxseed. It has 21 grams of protein in there, and it also has 7 grams of fiber, and it's sweetened with monk fruit and stevia. Now, there's no actual flavor. It's not like a vanilla or a chocolate. It's just, it's flavorless, which is great because whatever fruit that you put into your smoothie, and maybe if you put in some essential oils or vanilla extract or whatever that is, then that's the flavor it's going to take on. So I do not find it very chalky. Like it's been the least chalky of all the plant proteins that I've tried. So I really quite like it. So I've been using that. Um, So I put in a scoop of that into my smoothie. And then I also put a scoop of their fiber blend. And I really love the fiber. You've probably heard me speak about it a couple of times. They released this new fiber that um, it has a lot of really great prebiotics in it. And prebiotics are so important because they feed onto your your probiotics feed on the prebiotics. So um, it really helps with inoculating your bowels. So I've just been a really big fan of it. And fiber is so key with so many of the clients that we work with over here at Holistic Wellness because fiber is not only going to keep your digestive system and just gut health healthy and especially with like bowel movements and all of that. But it's so important for your immune system, for helping to bind to excess toxins and flushing it out of your body. So I'm a really big fan of it. And why I love the fiber so much is they add lemon essential oil to it. And so you get this little hint of lemon and it's really refreshing. It's really, really nice. Like the fiber tastes so good on its own, just mixed with some water. So I've been really impressed with that blend. And it's got six grams of soluble and insoluble fiber. And there's some vitamin C in there as well, plus their prebiotic blend. And the fiber is sourced from apple, tapioca, and flaxseed. And it's really going to be great for supporting just like a healthy, regular digestive system. Great for controlling appetite as well, because a lot of us don't get enough of fiber in. So we're not balancing and stabilizing our insulin and our blood sugar enough. And um, so I'm a really big fan of it. So I use the plant protein, a scoop of that, a scoop of the fiber. And then I put in a scoop of the Organifi green juice. And if you've never tried the green juice before, it is delicious. It literally is one of the best tasting green juices that, or green powders. It's a green powder, but it's called green juice, FYI, in case you're like, what is she talking about? So it is called Organifi Green Juice, and it's a powder that you would add into like your water and into your smoothies and things like that. And it literally tastes amazing. It, it really is one of the best tasting greens that's on the market. And they have tons of ratings on and reviews on their on their green juice and how delicious it tastes. So it's got a combination of moringa, chlorella, mint, spirulina. There's some beetroot in there, matcha green tea, wheatgrass, ashwagandha, turmeric, lemon juice, and coconut water. So I don't even taste the green powder in my shake. Like I don't taste it at all. My smoothie tastes like 
lemon blueberry and it's really refreshing and it's so good. And we have a lot of our resetters as well in our metabolic reset program that are using the green juice and adding it into their smoothies and even their kids are loving it. So I'm telling you, it really does taste good if you're looking for a green powder that tastes delicious. Definitely try the Organifi green juice and you can save 15% off any of the Organifi products over on their website, OrganifiShop.com and use the coupon code healthy hormones. And then if you're interested in getting started with any products from doTERRA and you want to set up a wholesale account, I recently had a client that ordered the protein, the the plant protein, the fiber, and we got her on some really good essential oils for hormone support and for digestion. So If you're interested in anything like that and want to set up your own wholesale account for doTERRA, just send me an email, samantha at holisticwellness.ca. Let me know what products you're interested in ordering, and we can definitely get you set up with the wholesale account. Okay, so our quick recap. I did coconut milk, water, blueberries, a little bit of banana, almond butter, plant protein from doTERRA, the fiber from doTERRA, and then a scoop of the Organifi green juice. And that right there was my smoothie little bit of almond butter. I don't know if I said that. Blend it up and it's delicious. It's so good. A really great way to either start your day or um, post-workout to really replenish your body after you've exercised. So that's the smoothie of the day. It's really delicious because so many people reach out and they are like, but what does it really taste like? You're putting the fiber in there. You're putting, you know, green powder. You're adding this protein. Like, does it taste chalky? Um, and trust me, it it really doesn't. So I'm a big fan and um, try it out. Okay. Give those products a try. Let me know how you like them over on Instagram at Holistic Wellness Foodie. If you have them and if you've, been, if you've ordered them and maybe you have a doTERRA account, definitely try them out and let me know what you think. I'd love to hear your feedback. Okay, so let's dive into our episode six must-haves for healthy hormones. And number one, actually, these are in no particular order, FYI. I'm just kind of listing them as I go. So number one up on the list, and you probably are guessing and have a have a idea of where I'm going to go with this, but it's always nutrition. It's your diet. So, so, so important. Focusing on an anti-inflammatory diet And what that truly means is making sure that you are getting in good quality sources of protein, whether you are plant-based or not, maybe it's beans and lentils and legumes. And if you are eating animal products, then poultry and red meat and fish and seafood, there's all kinds of options for you. Quality is really important. The better quality, obviously, you know, the, the better that can be for you because so many animal products and just just food and vegetables and fruit and everything in general is sprayed with so many herbs, uh, herbicides and pesticides and insecticides. So quality is really important. Focusing on organic pasture raised as much as you possibly can when it comes to animal products and an anti-inflammatory diet really consists of variety. So you've got your good quality proteins. You've got lots of healthy fats like avocado oil and coconut oil and grass-fed butter and ghee and flax oil, hemp oils, nuts and seeds are going to provide you some really good healthy fats as well. And then focusing on your fiber. So making sure you're getting in a lot of vegetables. And then if you can tolerate grains, then you can definitely include some gluten-free grains like quinoa or maybe buckwheat or or even maybe some rice. And that is what an anti-inflammatory diet looks like. It's variety, 
Also high antioxidant fruits and berries. I love apples as well because they're loaded with pectin and that pectin is an amazing fiber that helps to support digestive health. We use it with a lot of our clients. We have a lot of our clients um, who are required to eat an apple every single day as that saying goes, right? An apple a day keeps the doctor away. And it's so, it's so, so true because it really does help to support digestive health and it's got a lot of good fiber in there too that helps to stabilize blood sugar. So uh, that's what an anti-inflammatory diet looks like. It's variety. It's making sure you've got lots of protein, fat, and fiber. And if you do have my book, The 30-Day Hormone Solution, uh, definitely follow the recipes that are in there and the guidance that that is in there from a nutritional standpoint, because that's going to give you an amazing foundation for optimizing your hormones. Now, number two, this is kind of an extension on number one, which is removing refined carbohydrates. So you want to replace them with high fiber veggies instead. And of course, if you can tolerate some grains and again, rice or buckwheat or quinoa, uh, maybe some gluten-free oats, if you can tolerate some of that, then by all means include that. But having a diet that is high in refined carbohydrates is going to impact your insulin levels. It's going to spike your insulin levels and over time can promote insulin resistance, which can then lead to issues with food cravings and low energy and it can um, lead to just having issues maintaining a healthy body composition and perhaps long-term and over time, it can lead to type 2 diabetes. So instead, we want to add in lots of high fiber vegetables. And when I say veggies, like I don't just mean having a salad. Of course, that's part of the equation. Eating leafy greens is important as well. and But not just leafy greens, also things like your broccoli and your cauliflower and your Brussels sprouts and your kale and things like that are so important important. Um, They are also really rich in indole-3-carbinol I3C, which is a compound that helps to remove foreign estrogens from the body. So that's why we really want to get in those fibers, um, those high-fiber veggies, because the amazing compounds and phytonutrients they they contain that really helps to support and balance hormones and optimizes gut health as well by by binding to those toxins because it's got such good fiber in it and helping to flush it out of the body, especially those foreign estrogens, which can build up in the body and over time can lead to more estrogen dominant like symptoms. So number one is an anti-inflammatory diet. Number two is removing refined carbohydrates. And number three is focusing and optimizing gut health. So important. We know that having proper gut flora and enough healthy bacteria and gut flora is going to be really important for daily bowel movements, which is key. Bowel movements is one of the ways we detoxify and eliminate toxins through our through our body. If you're not pooping daily, this is really important. Anywhere from two to three times a day, you should be going to the bathroom, not just once a day. And you really want to be eliminating, like truly evacuating your bowels. When you go to the bathroom, it should feel like you are really emptying your bowels. And if you're not pooping daily, this is not normal. So this is where you really want to speak with a practitioner or work with us over here at Holistic Wellness and It's going to be in terms of like strategy and a plan to support 
getting you on a regular poop routine, you know, that's going to look different for everybody. Obviously, we would want to look at what your diet is like, stress is like, sleep. Are you getting in enough fiber? Are you drinking enough water? Are you taking things like probiotics and have enough prebiotics and probiotics in your diet? All of this is going to matter and really help support healthy bowel movements. So definitely an area that you want to get support on. If you are not pooping regularly, it's so important to go seek out professional help on this, okay? And your beneficial bacteria and your beneficial flora it metabolizes and recycles hormones, including your estrogen, thyroid hormones, and phytoestrogens from food sources, uh, which this will all help to offset symptoms associated with PMS, with perimenopause, and with menopause. And this is a really amazing way to maintain and optimize proper hormone balance. And it's also gonna be a great way to protect your bones and optimize breast health as well, getting in enough of really healthy prebiotics and probiotics that really good, um, what it does is it builds that good flora, it builds that microbiome in your gut, and that really plays such a pivotal role in providing you with tons of phytonutrients and vitamins and minerals and all of that, but it is also helping to maintain proper hormone balance. Um, and your hormones play such a huge role in like bone density and just different symptoms that are going to arise based on PMS or menopause and perhaps which li whatever life stage you might be in. So really important to focus and optimize gut health. And again, I'm going to say it, get support. If you are not pooping daily and you are constipated and backed up, you have to get support on that and we've got to get the bowels moving. And there's so many great strategies and protocols um, that can be implemented to help to help you do that. Okay, so anti-inflammatory diet, removing refined carbohydrates, focusing on gut health and optimizing gut health. And number four is vitamin D, is testing your vitamin D and making sure you are getting an optimal levels of vitamin D. So you would do this via blood work and you can ask your doctor to test your vitamin D levels. And it's really important to test your levels because this will help to determine the dose of vitamin D that you should be taking every day. And obviously, uh, depending you know where you live, you may not be exposed to too much sunlight and getting outside every day and exposing enough parts of your bare skin to the sun is how you absorb that vitamin D. So if you're outside and you're covered up all the time, even in the summertime, and you're not letting enough vitamin D penetrate your skin, you're not going to absorb adequate amounts of vitamin D. So it's really important to test your levels, see where you're at, and then you can dose appropriately, okay? Taking too little may not be impactful, and also taking too much can be a little bit harmful. But in terms of too much, it's like with vitamin D, it's a fat soluble vitamin, so it can build up in the body, but you're probably looking at like years and years of overdosing on it before it really starts to have an impact. But let's not let that happen. Let's be proactive, get our levels tested, and then we can really see the appropriate dose that's needed for us because every everybody is different and everybody's dose might be different. And vitamin D is so essential. It has so many anti 
inflammatory effects on the body. And it's supportive in cases with like fibroids, endometriosis, and PCOS. It plays a really big role with insulin management as well, which is why it has such a big impact on PCOS as well as diabetes. And deficiency can start to impact your immune system. It can start to impact your bone health because vitamin D helps to bring that calcium into the bone. So it can really help with bone density. And it's also associated with obesity and weight loss resistance as well. So get your vitamin D levels tested, work with a practitioner who can really gauge where you are on those on your test. Because oftentimes having your doctor run the lab you know, ranges will vary. Lab ranges will vary with vitamin D based on where you live. Every range is different. You know, so here in Canada, basically you'll get your vitamin D test back and the range is anywhere from 75 to 200. And that's such a huge range, right? So you might be at 80. So, okay, you're within the range and your doctor might say, oh yeah, you're fine. You're within range. But what does that actually mean? We want to be on the optimal end of the range closer to that 200, which is why it's important that not just getting the testing, but the interpretation of your testing is so key as well. Okay. So we run a lot of vitamin D tests for our clients because again, it's, it's so essential and important to know where everybody is at. And number six up on the list is sleep, optimizing your sleep. Now you shouldn't be going to bed later than I'm going to say 11. 11 is the cutoff. The absolute cutoff. If you can get in bed no later than 10, then that is ideal. I go to bed anywhere between 10.30 and 11. And if you're struggling with sleep and like just you really can't fall asleep and stay asleep, then definitely on the earlier side, the better. Getting in bed maybe even between 9.30 and 10 is going to be ideal. Okay. And if you're struggling with sleep, it's so important to figure out why. Like what is going on there? Because without sleep, your body can't heal. You're going to have a ton of issues with hormones and balancing hormones. Um, lack of sleep is going to impact your cortisol levels, which is your stress hormone. And when your cortisol gets impacted, it communicates with your insulin. So this is why when you are on lack of sleep, you are not obviously just tired, but you're also craving sugar and carbohydrates and you you just have cravings and you're just exhausted and you're walking around like a zombie and you're reaching for the sugar and you want carbohydrates and and that's all your insulin and your cortisol speaking. So it's really important to get to sleep and get good quality sleep. So if you're really having lack of sleep and you can't sleep effectively, can't fall asleep, you're waking up numerous times, get some support around this. With the Dutch hormone test that we do in our practice, we do test melatonin. The Dutch hormone test does look at melatonin. So sometimes that can be an issue where melatonin is way too low. Um, But there could be other things as well, right? Like stress, how you are handling and adapting to stress in your life. Are you eating too much sugar and carbs and stimulants that's keeping you up? Um, These can all be things that impact your sleep. And so if you're having issues with cortisol, you know, it will show up as fatigue, anxiety, PMS symptoms, weight gain, especially around the midsection. Um, And high cortisol will eventually 
compete with your sex hormones, your estrogen and your progesterone, and then this is going to start causing issues with your cycle. And you might start seeing irregular cycles and again, more of those PMS symptoms showing up. So it's important to have a healthy sleep routine and healthy sleep boundaries. It might mean you need to journal at night using something like the five-minute journal or just grabbing any notebook and just writing out some things that are top of mind, uh, things that you're grateful for. Maybe you need to do a brain dump and just get out everything that's in your head, that to-do list that's ruminating in your head all day. Just get it out on paper. Um, Perhaps having an Epsom salt bath at night could be really helpful. It's a really great way to put your body into a parasympathetic mode. And um, sort of that like rest and digest mode and Epsom salts are really great for detoxification. You can add in some lavender essential oil, light some candles, like you really have to set the mood and create this boundary around sleep. Like what are the things that you need to start including in your nighttime routine that helps you to be calm and helps you to unwind, okay? Um, Maybe it's using an infrared sauna. Maybe like we have a hot tub and the nights that we go out in the hot tub, it always helps me sleep really, really well. Um, You know, just things like that could be really impactful. Now, of course, you don't have to go buy all of these things and they can be really expensive, Um, but journaling and a hot bath, like that alone can be really powerful. Deep breathing exercises at night, those real deep belly breaths can be so important. Just 10 minutes of that lying in bed. Um, Maybe it means you need to get to bed like be in bed at 9.30 and you have like an, a little nightlight on and you're reading and that might calm you down so that you're actually sleeping by 10, 10.30. These are some key things that you have to keep in mind. Also avoiding electronics so that you're not stimulated and you don't have the the blue light that's impacting your melatonin um, and being conscious of eating as well. Like how close to bed are you eating? I typically recommend for clients to stop eating anywhere from two to three hours before bed and making sure that there's enough good protein, fat, and fiber in their last meal before bed so that they could really stabilize their blood sugar. So if you are not having good quality sleep, it might be time to test your hormones and see what's going on hormonally. Because if there's issues going on with cortisol and adrenals, the better you can address that, the better you will sleep 100%. So those are the six healthy hormone must-haves, eating an anti-inflammatory diet, removing refined carbohydrates, focusing on gut health, optimizing gut health, getting your vitamin D levels tested. Oh my God, I totally missed one. Sleep is number five. And then the last one, number six, is eating healthy fats and not fearing fats. So we want to supplement and eat the right kind of fat. So I mentioned this earlier, avocados, avocado oil, coconut oil, olives, olive oil, ghee, grass-fed butter. These are all amazing, okay? But not just not just these food specifically, also wild-caught fish and supplementation from fish oil and getting in those omega-3s. They are so amazing for inflammation and fighting inflammation in the body, optimizing brain health, supporting heart health, lubricating your joints. 
Your hormones need fat to function, so it's so important to consume good fats and getting sources like fatty fish from salmon or mackerel. Maybe you eat anchovies, sardines. These are all really amazing. My mom can just eat sardines like right out of the can and I just, I can't do it. Um, Our dog loves it. Our cat loves it. uh, Our both our cats love it, but I definitely can't just eat it right out of the can. I've gotten um, here and there. I will get used to like putting a little bit of anchovies on like pizza. It's that like saltiness that I absolutely love. And um, that's kind of like one way I can sort of tolerate it. And then of course, if you make like a homemade Caesar dressing, like a traditional way to make a homemade Caesar dressing, there's actually anchovies in it. And again, it's that saltiness. It's got that real strong salty bite. So um, if it's like on my pizza with obviously all kinds of other amazing toppings, like I don't even taste it. I don't even know it's on there. I just get that good saltiness and and it's really good. So that could be one way to try and consume your sardines is putting it on your pizza. Um, But all of these wild caught and like fatty fish, cold water fish are are so amazing uh, for your health. They're loaded with those omega-3s. And we do want to be really conscious about avoiding the inflammatory oils like vegetable oils, um, safflower, sunflower, canola, soybean. Those have got to go. They are loaded with omega-6, which is pro-inflammatory, and we want to focus on the anti-inflammatory, really, really key to do that. So those are your top six. I almost missed that one. So gut health, removing refined carbs, good healthy fats, getting your vitamin D levels tested, having a healthy sleep routine, sleep boundaries, and going to bed on time, and eating an anti-inflammatory diet. These are some ideal places to start when it comes to supporting and optimizing your hormone health. And like I said in the beginning of this episode, maybe you're new to starting on this journey. This could be a really great place for you to get started. And even if you're like a veteran and you've been doing this for years, maybe there's something here you've kind of neglected or forgot about, or you know, maybe you haven't really dove deep into gut health, or maybe you do need to put more focus and energy into optimizing your sleep. And uh, there's always areas we can level up on, and uh, it's really a lifelong journey. So I don't ever want you thinking like, oh yeah, that's it. You know, I did the six-week program, or I did this eight-week thing, or you know, followed, for example, the 30-day plan in my book, it doesn't just end after that amount of time. It's it's an ongoing journey. And especially as we age and hormone levels change and stress, you know, different things come up in our life and stressors, there's always going to be things that impact our health and our hormones. And so it's always essential to come back to the foundational elements. So I really hope that this gave you some insight today and provided you with some great education. You can connect with me over on Instagram at Holistic Wellness Foodie. If you have any questions, I always love hearing from you guys. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll chat with you all next week. Take care.